If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. An air quality advisory has been issued for the Bay Area today as smoke from Northern California wildfires are blowing our way. The wildfire smoke is predicted to cause hazy skies through the Bay Area. Pollution levels are not expected to exceed federal health standards, but smoke might mix to the surface at times causing what is called isolated pockets of elevated pollution levels. So basically, we have really bad air quality. So if the smell of smoke is present, it's really important that us as residents protect our health by avoiding exposure. So if possible, please stay inside with windows and doors Close until like the smoke levels subside. Um, if temperatures allow that, you know, the smoke is coming from fires in the northwest part of the state. Uh, again, the smoke is coming from the two biggest blazes in California: the Dixie Fire and Caldor File. Sorry, Caldor Fires. Why can I talk? Um, and that wasn't actually expected to reach the Bay Area this week, but unfortunately, it is. We had a couple days of enjoying seeing the skies and it's just back to what it was so make sure to just keep everything up to make sure you and your loved ones stay healthy all right if you're planning to attend bottle rock this weekend in napa organizers of the music festival are reminding attendees to have their proof of vaccination ready so if you're going to this concert uh, you must be fully vaccinated or present a negative covid test within you know the first couple of hours of this three-day event so this begins today at the Napa Expo, uh, masks are being required in all uh, indoor festival spaces, and there's dozens of artists that are set to perform at Bottle Rock this weekend. Guns N' Roses, Foo Fighters, and Chris Stapleton. So I know you guys are really excited about this. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be there, but uh, I will be there in spirit. Yes. Watching Chris Stapleton set. <laughs> Broken halos. <laughs> uh, well, a lot of people were bummed that Friends went away on Netflix this year. Well, Netflix just redeemed themselves because they're going to be adding Seinfeld to their library. Netflix wrote in a statement, This is the first time we've taken a risk of this nature, going all in on nine seasons at the jump. But Jerry Seinfeld has created something special with this sitcom that nobody has ever done. And then Jerry Seinfeld said, Larry and I are enormously grateful to Netflix for taking this chance on us. It takes a lot of guts to show and trust two schmucks who have zero experience in television. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Um, again, this is going down on October 1st. Seinfeld is coming to Netflix. Woo! Good morning. Good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Yeah, I love getting up with coffee. and Froggy 92.9. College football starts this weekend. Woo! Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, well, I'm realizing that college football... It's not as big here in this area of California as it is in the South. Well, in the South, I feel like college football can be like a religion. Yeah, no, I people worship college football in the South. And they worship college football so much that I, I have found that people will almost do anything to go to a game or see a game, watch yeah. a game. And it's kind of shocking. It's really shocking what people will do. And I know that my fiancé is one of those people. He will absolutely do anything 
to go to a University of Georgia football game. He's got to make it happen. He loves his Bulldogs. <laughs> I respect that. He's called out of work. He's like, really? you know, made work changes just to go to a game, especially if he's already procured a ticket. So yeah. It's like a whole thing. But Tanner, do you know someone that's told like a flat out lie in order to watch college football or go to a game? That person is me. Ooh. I did it. <laughs> I did it. Uh, I, I do this for football all the time. Uh, with my girlfriend, I've used the excuse, my stomach hurts. You mind if I just, you know, lay on the couch all day? I think I need a lazy day. I'm, I'm not feeling good. And my stomach hurts a lot, so it's a good excuse to use. Wow. My stomach hurts today. I don't even know what to believe now. Uh, either, I, can't, I don't even believe that your stomach hurts right now. Who? Kn- well, maybe. <laughs> is there a college football game happening at 625 in the morning? I need to look. <laughs> I'm just going to check. <laughs> I don't know anything about sports. Um, on the line, we've got Hannah from Roner Park. Hannah, someone you were dating lied to you to watch college football? I wouldn't say we were dating. I mean, we were talking. We were in the talking stage. So I consider that like, hey, well, if you're going to talk to me, like you're going to talk to me. And told me that his mom was sick and not feeling good and he was going to take care of her. Well, his best friend, who is also my best friend, Snapchatted me a picture of him sitting on the couch (laughs) with his best friends around him watching it. So (laughs) I showed up. I shut up. I knocked on the door. Our best friend, our mutual friend, answered the door, and he's like, oh. And I heard him shout, who is it? Well, I walked in, (laughs) and his mom was like, oh, I'm surprised that you're here. I thought you were sick. I said that because he told me that you were sick. Busted! Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. It's Labor Day weekend. Labor Day. I didn't have to spend Labor Day with your Aunt Marsha in Boca Raton. Gonna have us a healthy Labor Day. Ain't that right? You know what that means. Oh, yeah! Labor Day! It's Labor Day. Happy Labor Day! Yep. In case you missed it from that, it's Labor Day weekend. (laughs) I'm glad you told me. Yeah, I'm not sure if you knew. Uh, It was created by the labor movement in the late 19th century, became a federal holiday in 1894, and it's uh, from the first Labor Day parade happened in New York in 1882. And uh, basically, factory workers were putting in 60-hour work weeks and making 75 cents a day. That's about $20 in today's money. Yeah, I like that they push for fair working conditions. Maybe we, uh, as a society, need to do that again. That's what I'm thinking, too. (laughs) Um, All these short staff places we're hearing about. Um, But, you know, Labor Day, it's a great way to just relax and not think about work for a day. So in spirit of Labor Day, we wanted to share all about country stars and their jobs outside of country music. For example, Tim McGraw talked about how Kenny Chesney actually got him fired from a job. (laughs) There was a place called Hound Dogs Hot Dogs. So Kenny Chesney, Tracy Lawrence, and I sat with guitars on stools just playing music for people that would come up and buy hot dogs. And we lived off those hot dogs. And then I, I think Kenny got us fired because there were clown heads on the trash can. And our job at the end of the night, when we finished singing, we were supposed to take the clown heads, run a chain, throw them, and lock them up. And I think Kenny didn't do it one night, and they got stolen, and we got fired. <laughs> Not the clown heads. Could you imagine firing Kenny Chesney and Tim McGraw and Tracy Lawrence? And Yeah, living to tell the tale? No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, um, Carly Pierce actually almost became a veterinarian before she became a famous country music singer. For a second, I thought was cool was be a vet, but then I figured out that you also had to take care of sick animals, and I didn't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Here's what Thomas Rhett would have done if he wasn't a country music star. I would probably have started a real estate company. I honestly thought about getting my real estate license this year. I'm not kidding. I mean, I had time to do it, and I've got a bunch of buddies that do it now, and I love the whole art of going in and getting somebody to really love a home enough to buy it. So maybe in about 15 years, that's what I'll do. So Amber, if you weren't in radio, what do you think you would be doing as a job? That's such a good question, Tanner. I think I'd still do something in music. Uh, maybe music management. Yeah. Manage a cool band. Yeah. I don't know. That's it's hard cool. To, it's hard to think that radio is not going to exist in a parallel universe. But what about you, Tanner? When I went to college, my intention was to become a high school history teacher. Wow. And so uh, I took a different path. I'm very happy I took that path. But I think I would have been a good teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. So yesterday I was having a discussion with our friend Danny Wright from 97.7 The River about how some restaurants have a lunch menu and then they have a separate dinner menu. Now La Rosa in downtown Santa Rosa has a lunch salad that I love. It has green olives in it and it's absolutely amazing i can't remember what the salad is called because i am rarely out for lunch you know what i mean yeah um but they don't serve it for dinner and i'm upset amber's <laughs> gonna come in with the hammer fist no it's just sad so you know danny asked he was like well can't they just make it for you for dinner if you ask and i just don't think that's how it works i don't think i could be like hey you know that salad that's on the lunch menu can i just get that for dinner yeah, um, I haven't worked in a ton of restaurants. I've worked mostly in pizza places, but we did have lunch specials and stuff like that. And the preparation that goes between lunch and dinner is completely different. Okay. And a lot of a lot of the time, at least in my experience, I mean, you can do it, but the kitchen staff's going to get annoyed at you uh, because they have to take out all those materials from lunch and make it for you. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I think I even asked and they were like, no, we can't do that. Yeah. And I was like, I know I'm not special, but it's such a good salad. But it totally makes <laughs> sense, though. I mean, when you think like it comes from the same kitchen, I don't see what the issue is. But, right. I if mean, you already so, have all the ingredients, it's like, you know. Yeah. I mean, some restaurants totally don't have an issue with it at all. It kind of just depends where you go. Yeah. And especially, you know, La Rosa is typically really busy yeah every time I've gone during dinner they've been so busy so the last time I was there I was like well I like the olives in the lunch salad I was like can you add olives to this salad there's like they were like that's weird but okay <laughs> you're like you got a, a Caesar salad it's kind of weird to add olives to it you, know, you can add olives to anything but they yeah. did that no problem and they, it was so nice of them to do that yeah. and I I just have always wondered you know why can't you get stuff off the lunch menu for dinner but that makes sense now that you've explained this to me because yeah. I've never worked in a restaurant and I don't know what it's like and I'm glad that I'm enlightened by it because I can be a better customer now. Yeah and I think what you did was absolutely perfect. You're like I want this thing can you just add something to something that's on your dinner menu to make it you know benefit both of us in a way. Which I'm sure happens all the time. Oh yeah uh, Every single time but um does anyone have a further explanation of this? We'd love to hear from you. 636-1467 give us a call. Good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So people are taking part in a new internet trend called the TikTok Cheese Challenge. 
Basically, what happens here is that drivers are throwing cheese slices at other cars. And the goal is to get the cheese to stick to the driver's side window. Well, the cheese has recently caused damage to a lot of cars, especially in central Texas when it melted to the paint and windows. You know, it's pretty hot in Texas. Um, now, some teams, teens are being charged with disorderly conduct for throwing cheese at cars. Now, not going to lie. Love driving by a house that has become the victim of a good old-fashioned teepee. Uh, I just think the craftsmanship behind it always gives me a little, a little chuckle. But the cheese is just so weird. It's so boring, and I feel like it lacks a lot of creativity. And these teenagers must be bored out of their mind to have to do something like this. And again, the cheese is going to eat the paint off a car if it's sitting long enough. Um... And I think maybe, you know, the splat or having excellent aim might be a pretty satisfying moment. Uh, but it's not so fun anymore when you get charged with disorderly conduct and get in trouble and things like that. And I, I truly think these TikTok challenges are getting out of hand. And I'm kind of like, Chase Louise, what's next? Puns aside, uh, Derek from Petaluma <laughs> sent a message. She said, it's cheese, y'all. Uh, we did a lot worse as kids, and you're all faking fury over a dairy product. Uh, Jen from Santa Rosa says, if it lands on your grill, is it grilled cheese? <laughs> I think we could call it that. Uh, Trisha from Katati says, with all the road rage out there these days, a kid could end up getting hurt by doing this. It's not worth it to do a dumb prank. Advise your kids that this could end badly. So what do you think? Do you agree with Derek from Petaluma that we're freaking out over cheese? Or do you agree with Trisha from Katati that this is a dumb prank that could end badly? Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. This is Froggy. Headline in a haystack. Tanner reads headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines Amber has to identify which one is real. Her record for 2021 is 46 wins and 52 losses. I have been off the internet. I have been way too busy to read any headlines, so I'm worried about today. I think you should be because I think today's is especially difficult. Okay, let's do it. Headline number one, Columbus, Ohio Shrek party broken up by police after neighbors complain about homemade swamp. Headline number two, man sues local Domino's for not putting enough pepperonis on pizza. And here's your final headline, Amber. School traffic patrol officer is a chicken and it wears a fluorescent vest. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm writing these down. I've got Ohio Shrek Party. Yep. A man sues Domino's for not enough pepperoni. That's correct. And the traffic chicken. That's correct. So, I, oh man. It's tough today. Mm. I'm going to go with Ohio Shrek Party. Ooh. No! That is not the headline in a haystack. Your record goes to 46 and 53, but you want to take another stab at it for some pride points. The man sues Domino's for not enough pepperoni. <laughs> what? 
That is not the headline in a haystack. There is no way there's a traffic patrol officer that's a chicken. It is, and it does wear, in fact, a fluorescent vest and everything. So a woman named Tracy owns a small farm, and there's an adjoining preschool in New Zealand. Each morning, she personally dresses her traffic patrol officer, <laughs> the chicken, in a fluorescent vest. The traffic, the traffic patrol officer, yes, is a hen, and its name is, you're going to love this, wait for it, Henry. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Henry was named by the students, and since January, the uniformed chicken has encouraged drivers to use extra caution in the parking lot at this preschool, which her family started in 1997. So the chicken literally stands in the street, stops drivers by going, Parka! No. And lets kids go by. I'm dead serious. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand's crazy. Amber and Tanner in the morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. Makes you forget you're in traffic. Brightens up your day. On Froggy 92.9. An unidentified father is going viral for combining a gender reveal with the milk crate challenge. And I totally understand why he wants to be unidentified because this is stupid. That is so... (laughs) When you're becoming a father, the last thing you should do is climbing up a tower of milk crates when everyone is literally going to the hospital because of it. Well, the video shows him climbing to the top of the milk crate tower while holding a box. And of course, he loses his balance because this is like a near impossible challenge. And he crashes to the ground and then blue powder explodes everywhere. Congratulations. It's a boy. (laughs) I cannot believe that someone legitimately did this. Congratulations. It's a massive hospital bill. Yeah. On top of the one you're going to get when your partner gives birth. Yeah. You're going (laughs) to. Hey, at least they're both going to be in the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I am just over the gender reveals. Yeah. I mean, I think that some are cute and can be, you know, necessary to identify the sex of your baby. But this one's a little out of hand, don't we think? I love when they're larger in life. <laughs> I love as big as we can go. But the milk crate challenge, I'm I'm going to have to agree with you, Amber. Too it's far. just unsafe. <laughs> well, on the phone, we have Tasha from Guerneville. Do you know someone who's done a gender reveal? It could either be tacky or in a really cool way. Someone I know. They already have four kids, right? So they were having their fifth and they were doing just like a small gender reveal to the, uh, to the four siblings and they made cupcakes and they put colored frosting on the inside of the cupcakes and they had four little boys and the boys all bit into it. And it was a little bit of, a little bit of pink frosting in the cupcake and all four boys started crying because none of them wanted a sister. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen anything like that. Tanner, have you ever been a part of a gender reveal or have heard of like a really cool one or tacky one? I've definitely been to one and I saw something hilarious. Um, Basically, there was a balloon about 50 yards away and uh, the father-to-be was trying to shoot it with a rifle. And then when the balloon blows up, it'll be the gender of the child. But he kept missing over and over and over again. And the mother's dad just went, give me that. And he (laughs) took it and got it. Boom, it's a girl. Yay. (laughs) What about Um, you? So uh, my friends did something that I thought was really funny. They did do a gender reveal. But when they posted the pictures, they posted them all black and white. Oh, my gosh. That (laughs) is hilarious. Just to mess with people. All the things, all morning. Oh, literally, makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're calling Tim. Tim was a little late on his electricity bill, and Barry Martindale's going to give him a bad time about it by trying to ruin all his food. Hello. 
Hi there. I'm trying to reach Tim. Is this is him? Uh, yeah, that's me. Tim, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling from Katani, and today I'm representing. And uh, it's all about your electricity bill. Uh, yeah, I, I screwed up there. I, I was behind for a little bit, but I ended up. Uh, I think it's. I think I might have paid it. It should be all paid in full now. Because it wasn't paid in full. Uh, during the period, we actually launched a new program just to shut off power in certain sections of your home. And uh, we have done that. It's a very exciting program, and we shut off certain the power in your garage. What do you, what do you mean certain sections? Like, Why did you shut the power off in the garage? We figured that since, you know, there's probably not much use for the garage, and, and oh, no harm. No, no, no. Hang on. I got a, I got a huge freezer in there. I got, I got uh, thousands of dollars worth of meat. I stack it up. I got some venison in there. I got regular beef. I ordered... Uh, I, I I order my meat uh, like ahead of time. I freeze it. And I how long has the freezer been out for? When did you do this? I wasn't aware of the freezer, and the power's been shut off since yesterday. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? I got all that stuff in the freezer. Well, it just I, even got, I, I got I got a bunch of things that are, I got stuff charging that I need. In there, besides the meat in the freezer, I got I, my, my garage is used. And I'm just going to tell you right now that your meat's probably bad and you want to take care of that, but it's not our fault. Listen, I, I'm going to get on the phone with my lawyer, and I'm going to call and sue you guys for shutting off power without telling me, and I'm losing all that, all that meat and stuff in there. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy 92.9's Neighbor Dispute. Uh, <laughs> no way. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Last night we had a, did you say it was a work-related event, right, Tanner? Yeah, definitely. We were celebrating the release of the Danny Wright Show's beer collaboration with our friends at 3rd Street L Works. Beer was delicious, by the way. Super good. It's called the Jacked Up IPA. If you haven't had a chance to get down there and try it, you need to go. But one of our coworkers told her partner, Amber and Tanner aren't like this at work. They're so different. You remember when she said that? I do, and it kind of took both of us aback. We were like, what? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, Tanner, are we different? Like, were we different last night? How are we different? I think it's just because we weren't doing anything work-related. I mean, you and I were cramming a lot in a short amount of time. And I think because we had nothing to do, we just felt a little bit more loose. We were drinking beer, eating food and all that stuff. So, yeah, I I agree. I think we are different at work. Yeah. Okay. So maybe we act a little more professionally at work. Maybe we're a little standoffish because we're so busy. Yeah. I mean, should we just be ourselves? Is that is that the moral of the story? I mean, what what am I? Why am I looking so much into this? I don't think we act necessarily more professional, if that makes any sense, because I feel like, <laughs> you know, we're ourselves to a certain extent. I mean, we work in radio and we're able to be ourselves, and I'm so thankful for that. But I just think because we're not in front of our computers going, oh, i got to get this done, i got to yeah. get this done, i got to send off this email and all that stuff. And I think to a certain level, everyone is a little bit different when they're away from their workplace. Right. And we could be a little more attentive. We yeah. can, you know, listen to people more and socialize more. As opposed to here, it's kind of like, I got to do this thing. I'm on a deadline. Uh, But I was curious. So we asked on our Facebook page at Amber and Tanner the morning, do you act differently at work than you do in social settings or are you the same and why? Corlin from Rona Park said, yes, I act differently because I have to maintain professionalism at work Mm. with some goofiness. I can't be everyone's best friend because I'm a supervisor. 
It's a good point. Uh, Janelle from Petaluma says, I'm the same, but my kids love to mimic my mom voice versus my important phone call voice. Hello, this is Janelle. Do you have one of those voices? Yeah, everyone's everyone's always said that about me. They're like, you yeah. talk differently to like people of authority than you do really like friends. I guess I've never noticed that. I don't at <laughs> all. This is it. This is me. Uh, and Becky from Santa Rosa says, I have fun everywhere, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. What are the pros and cons of living in an apartment? Reach out to you on Facebook and... To be honest, it's all cons. <laughs> <laughs> like Grace from Hillsburg, she said, noise above, below, and next to me. And Rick from Pedal uh, Runner Park, excuse me, said, neighbors who leave their trash by their front door overnight. That's how we get roaches and rats. Roaches. Uh, Debbie from Santa Rosa says, something between very little freedom to customize my place and sharing walls with other people. I want my own place where I can paint the walls, decorate more, remodel a little if I could. Well, everyone's sharing cons, so I'm going to share a quick pro. I do love that I don't have to work on a yard or anything like that yeah. or landscape or anything like that. That's a pro, but I didn't get much sleep last night. going to talk about my con-, con now because someone bur- burned their food three times. Mm. When someone has their smoke alarm go off, the entire complex goes off, and that happened last night. Uh, we all looked outside the first time it happened, and someone just yelled, Sorry, I burned my chicken. Aww. Which is fine. <laughs> Mistakes happen. But it happened two more times, and I was just like, Can you just order a pizza already? Just give up on the no, chicken, please. No, they didn't want to. Unit number three. <laughs> Jeez, I was just like, Man, please just give up on the dang chicken. Yeah. And so because of that, I, I guess I could view that as a con, because it does happen often. Really? Yeah, just when someone's smoke alarm goes off, and that happens all the time when you cook it's and you know smoke alarms go off so often in apartments because you're living in such a small space and you're cooking you know maybe a really heavy meal exactly puts off a lot of steam and smoke amber what would you say is a pro or a con or even both about living in an apartment so i think a pro is the maintenance team always being there for you and being able to fix things like my shower rack broke the other day or yeah. my my towel rack actually broke the other day and i couldn't fix it myself and my fiance couldn't fix it himself so we were able to call maintenance and they came over right away yeah, and that's fixed super it nice and you know you don't have to if your washing machine breaks down you don't have to buy a new one i mean these are all pros of living and paying so much for rent but my least favorite thing i'm with everyone else it's got to be the noise yeah you can't make as much noise as you want, and your neighbors do it anyway. <laughs> and I know that's definitely the case at your apartment. Woo! Your neighbor keeps you up all night. They love their reggae. All the things, all morning. Oh, literally, makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. Coming to the Shoreline Amphitheater on September 18th is Lady A. Shoreline Amphitheater with Carly Pierce, Nico Moon, and Tennille Arts. Can get tickets now at LiveNation.com. But we've got your tickets for free right now here on Amber and Tanner in the morning. All you got to do is call in. 6361-HOP, 631-467. It's time. It's the Amber Show now. 
Colleen from Hercules. Colleen from Hercules, I rate to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. Now for a half a point bonus on Amber, you got to talk some smack to her right now. All right, Amber, I'm sorry, but you're going down today. <laughs> half a point bonus oh. rewarded. Amber's running out of the studio. That smack talk was so good. <laughs> All right, Colleen from Hercules. Here's question number one. Jennifer Aniston is going to launch her own beauty brand. Jennifer Aniston played which character in the TV show Friends? I'm drawing a blank. Sorry. That's okay. I'll give you an X. You're 0 for 5 right now. Question number two. Shay Mooney said that Dan and Shay have too many new songs to cram into their concerts for their upcoming tour. Who did Dan and Shay collaborate with on the song 10,000 Hours? Oh, this is not good. Amber's going to win. Um, I don't know. Okay. I'll give you an X. Still 0 for 5. Here's question number 3. Adam Sandler was recently spotted playing basketball with NBA stars. Name this Adam Sandler movie. A hockey player that takes up golf to get his grandma's house back. He's, my husband would know this. He's a golf pro. Um, I don't know. Okay. I'll give you an X. And here's question number 4. Carrie Underwood says that she feels very grateful to have had the career that she has had. Which TV show did Carrie Underwood begin her career with? Um, American Idol. That is correct. You're one for five, and here's question number five. The Chicago Cubs are upset with Minnesota Twins fans because they pelted them with Skittles. What is the Skittles slogan? Hey, Seringa. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Amber calling from Hercules. Hercules got two and a half out of five. Let's do it! Question number one. Jennifer Aniston is going to launch her own beauty brand. Jennifer Aniston played which character in the TV show Friends? Rachel Green. That is correct, Ember. You're up one to zip. Question two. Shay Mooney says that Dan and Shay have too many new songs to cram into their concerts for their upcoming tour. Who did Dan and Shay collaborate with on the song 10,000 Hours? Justin Bieber. The Biebs is correct. And Amber, you're up two to zip. Question number three. Adam Sandler was recently spotted playing basketball with NBA stars. Name the Adam Sandler movie. A hockey player that takes up golf to get his grandma's house back. Happy Gilmore. That is correct, Amber. You're up three to zip. Question number four. Carrie Underwood says that she feels very grateful to have had the career that she has had. Which TV show did Carrie Underwood begin her career with? American Idol. That is correct, Amber. You're up four to one. Question number five. Let's see if you can get a perfect score. The Chicago Cubs are upset with Minnesota Twins fans because they pelted them with Skittles. Mm -hmm. What is the Skittles slogan? Taste the rainbow. That is correct. Perfect five out of five for Amber. To Colleen from Hercules, two and a half out of five. Colleen, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown today. No, I'm not. But that's okay. You want to know why? Why? We're still giving you those tickets to see Lady A. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I feel really dumb this morning. Don't feel dumb. September 18th, you're going to see Lady A with Carly Pierce, Nico Moon, Neil Arts. Tickets are on sale, LiveNation.com. But Colleen, you lost. You got to say the phrase. I am not wicked smarter than Amber. But you get to see Lady A for free thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. And it's a great We do this every single Friday at this time. It's the time of the week where we air out all the bad stuff that happened to us and we get baptized by the sweet, sweet sounds of Mr. Travis Tritt. And it's a great day to be 
All right, I'll get us started so we can get on out of here and I can take a nap. Um, I was replacing <laughs> a nap. A nap. I was replacing my razor in the shower this past week, and um, for some reason and somehow, I ended up cutting my hand badly with the old razor. And it's a great day to be alive. I'm looking at the cut right now. That happened with the razor. Yeah, it took took. I can't talk. It could. It took a chunk out. Gee, Lord have mercy. It bled for a long time. Well, uh, something that bled for a long time was my beer. I spilled beer all over a table at a restaurant, and it, that included my friend's phone. Oh. And it's a great day to be alive. The phone is okay. Gotta keep your beers away from Tanner. Apparently so. Breaks his heart. Apparently right. I need a sippy cup. Uh, so I got a little ahead of myself the other day, and I cut tags off of a shirt before I realized it was way too big. And it's a great day to be alive. The slats, the little wood things that hold up your bed, on my bed broke, and I found out the wood was super cheap and not worth what I paid for it. Uh. But it's a great day. You know why? And it's a great day to be alive. So um, I accidentally ordered... <laughs> so dumb. I accidentally <laughs> ordered two Halloween bandanas for my dog that I absolutely do not want. I don't know how they ended up getting ordered. I, I guess I have them forever now. And it's a day to be alive. One's a pumpkin. Sure, you wink. Don't know. I swear. Wink where they came from. They ended up wink. in my auto order ship for his food. I'm not oh, going to get into okay. it. Sure, sure. I'm, I'm sure it was an accident. Uh, my girlfriend wa- waxed my nose hairs because they were very visibly present, and my nostrils still hurt five days later. Aww. And it's a great day to be alive. If you have anything you'd like to add to Great Day to Be Alive Friday, give us a call right now. 636-1-HOP. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9.